Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. I feature both a fun mix of guests who I've invited, as well as some hopefully helpful and humorous solo shows centered on things I've learned in my own life. And today is a fun episode, you guys. It's the week of Christmas. It's just days before Christmas when this episode is coming out. And so Katie and I decided to do the wrap-up of our year and talk about all of our favorites from the year. We realized afterward there were some things that maybe we left out, you know, like my Echo Dots. How did I, how did I manage to not mention that in this entire episode when it has been one of my absolute favorite things of this year making my house into a smart home i digress anyway we talk about books we talk about shows we talk about movies it was not easy because there wasn't much content in a lot of those areas but we really try to dive in here and have a fun conversation about our favorites of the year but also i want to mention okay i know you're really focused on christmas right now i get it we have to be and hopefully this show you can listen to you know while you're wrapping those last minute gifts or whatever but I just want to say that as of Saturday Christmas will be over and we will be focusing and transitioning to New Year's which is actually my favorite holiday of the year and I would love to be able to help you figure out how to plan your year figure out goal setting when we still have so much uncertainty in our lives I think it needs to look really different for 2021. I think we need to focus a little bit more on our day-to-day and how doing some really simple things every single day or as much as possible is going to create a cumulative effect of change in our life instead of thinking so big visionary. And I have created a guide and a step-by-step plan and Trello board template to help walk you through that entire process. Now, last week I hosted some webinars where I taught how to do this, and guess what? They were popular enough that I am bringing them back again next week. So I have got a few options there for you. You can go to mckenziecoppa.com slash webinar to see all of your options on Crowdcast for when you can sign up and come live and be able to have your questions answered. Also, if you sign up for that, you will not only get all the freebies, if you can't make it to the live showing, you can watch it whenever is convenient for you. So be sure to head over to mckenziecoppa.com slash webinar. I would love to see you there. Okay, without further ado, let's get on with this episode with Katie, where we talk about our favorites from the year. Okay, Katie, this is going to be a fun episode, I think, because we just get to review our year. And our favorites. Yes, our favorite things about the year. None of, well, I actually, I have a couple things where I may say this was not my favorite, Um, but it's just our chance to get to be opinionated and have people listen. Well, and I think a lot of times we've recorded this year, I feel like I've complained about the year, you know, and how 2020, so it's kind of nice to like have a highlight. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It is true because there are, there were some good things, some fun finds at least that I think that we've had over the past year. And so we're just going to kind of dive in here with like the books, movies, shows, skincare, all wellness, all the things. Yeah. So it should be a good time. Okay. We're just going to jump right in. And so I, I think my longest list out of anything that I have here is books, which is interesting because I read so much less this year. It was humbling and it was hard to look at my list on Goodreads and especially when I go and I look at like my list from the last few years 
like, wow, I haven't <laughs> read more books like the year that I left my marriage. This is this is real bad, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did read a lot of books that I really liked. And not so much on the fiction side. Fiction was a little lighter as far as like loving books this year. But I read a lot of nonfiction that I like love in a deep abiding way. Awesome. Yeah. That I can't always say that. I think I usually walk away from a year because I'm exposed to a lot of nonfiction with the podcast where I'm like, okay, I had a couple things, but there were five books that I like hands down thought were amazing. And then two more that are just like bonus fun. Oh, do tell. Okay. I've talked about a couple of them before. So sorry that this is a repeat. So I won't like go off about them because I even talked about them in our fall episode. And I think I talked about them in the summer and I talked about them in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) They're that good. They (laughs) went through the whole year and I still think great things. Um, And I will, especially the ones that I have on audiobook, I will probably listen to again. And so it's On the Bright Side by Melanie Schenkel. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably time for us to all have a re-listen to that because <laughs> we all need to look at the bright side and it's humorous and it's heartfelt. I think it was, she just nailed it. God knew we needed that. All of these are like, God knew we needed that book then. Yeah. Um, Stand All the Way Up by Sophie Hudson. Same thing. Just even like the conversations she has in that book regarding racism and that it came out in June boggles my mind that Mm. the things she wrote like a year and a half before were applicable in that moment I mean they still are but like that it happened right then I just I can't even understand it um the lazy genius way by Kendra Adachi I listened to it I'm gonna go back through the paper copy version This is one of those books that I am recommending as you're heading into 2021. If you haven't listened to or gotten your hands on this book, I think it's so practical and gives us permission to live the lives that we want to live. Katie and I are going to be talking about that more soon. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, I think she did a fantastic job. And then the other book that I would pair with that, that I think people really need to listen to is a recent podcast episode, but it, this book was revolutionary for me. And it's another one of those where I listen to it, but I want to get my hands on the hard copy version and really kind of dig into it and do the work of it. And it's the feel good effect by Robin Conley Downs. It's that good people read it, just read it. Um, and then Fighting Forward, which you can't get your hands on yet by Hannah Bruncher, but it comes out the 5th. You can pre-order it. It is excellent. This is one that's going to be staying on my shelf. Like, I have a large box of books that are going to, like, little libraries all around yes, town. Yes, yes. Um, this is not one of them that will end up there. Okay. And then my two bonus books that were just, like, for fun are Clan Lands by Sam Hewen and Graham McTavish, but you have to listen to it. You can't, I mean, you could read it, but it's not going to be as good. (laughs) You've just got to listen to them with their accents and their banter. And like, it's so good. It's over 10 hours, but it is 
so much fun to listen to, especially if you're an Outlander fan. And then the only book where I can really say fiction-wise where I'm like, okay, that was a bit of a shift for me, and it, like, it did good things for my heart to kind of, like, get back into that space of reading was Last Christmas in Paris that Mm. I just finished a couple weeks ago, and it, I don't even think it has to just be read at Christmas time. Like, it's not just a Christmas book. It's more a war book than anything, and a love story, and it's kind of fun because it's going to give you that hallmarkness in the sense that you know all along they're going to get together but you just don't know how Mm. and you don't know when in the letters because it's written in the form of like letters back and forth to each other and you don't know when one of them's going to say something that that's going to be the thing that changes everything so that was really fun to kind of like okay I don't have to like, I can't live in too much suspense right now. It's still 2020. I need to know it's going to be okay. But it, it gave enough where I could be like, okay, it's still fun to find out. But it was really beautifully done and well-researched, I thought, too. I appreciate a good historical fiction that's well-researched. Yeah. Or so, is that all of your, is that that's, your books? That's my, that's my books. What was it? Seven, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Those are my books. What about you? Well, as I look back on my Kindle, I feel like it tells the story of 2020 because <laughs> primarily I read um, like Hallmark style books, like either yeah. murder mystery, but very light um, yeah. type or strong in the romance department, extremely formulaic. Um, yeah. Like that's totally what I read for the majority of the time I always read before I go to bed and mm-hmm. it's always a book that's not going to like make my brain work too much yes, which is kind yeah. of it's that soporific it puts you to sleep so those are those were my choices and I've had years where I read um you know maybe better developed plots or more or just better writing period even better it didn't even <laughs> have to qualify as great writing it yeah. really just needed to fit the bill of please don't make this story too complicated I just yeah. want them to end up together I want it to be happy and I want to fall asleep so that yeah. that is a huge um as I'm looking back it's sort of eye-opening <laughs> that's really yeah. what I spent a lot of time reading I did have a couple non-fictions that I loved um Awakening Wonder by Sally Clarkson came out this year and it was fantastic mm. I loved it Adore by Sarah Hagerty is an yeah that yeah I yeah enjoyed and then I read Get Your Life Back by John Eldridge that was another one of my favorites it kind of surprised me I really enjoyed that um and then I read a lot of poetry I read a lot of Mary Oliver and Lucy Shaw some of my favorites but so I feel like this was like exploring some deeper feelings (laughs) yeah like just through the fictional books like just nothing too complicated I don't think I had the capacity for that this year so this is a different year of reading for me usually I tackle um you know kind of more classics or more um philosophical types I really this this didn't happen this year so yeah that's where it is. I don't, I yeah. don't have a lot to report on the reading, but it did, it, it did what I needed it to do, which was just to be that, um, that nice piece that kind of like the puzzle came together right before bed. Everything made sense. You could close yeah. your eyes and 
you know, love was intact. The murder was solved. Everything is okay yeah. in the little town. Like that's what I needed. And I, and I got that. Yeah. So. Yeah. There was only one that I read where I was just really like, I can't, maybe it was the character more than the writing. I don't know, but I just could not stand. Oh, you're talking about the Avon Ellis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, I couldn't stand her and how it was just like, all will be well with love. Yeah. Like it was like too to the cliche point where I was like, I can't hang, I can't hang, but I have to keep reading it. But oh, yeah, man. she has a tendency to write the perfect man over and over again. He has no yeah. character flaws, and in any so boring, you know that way. Yeah, but I guess that's just what I wanted because I was yeah, completely yeah. content with that this year. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, there's definitely those times where I'm I'm totally okay with a Hallmark movie and it, you know, and it was really interesting to go from that and just being like, I can't, I okay, maybe I'm ready for more. And that's when I dove into Last Christmas in Paris, which was like, you know, war, death, yeah, <laughs> like all this stuff. But I was finally ready for it because there had been a long time there where I was just like, no, 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 I don't want anything hard none of the world wars and now I'm kind of like okay I I remembered how much I do really enjoy reading about those eras in history and I'm kind of like ready for it again yeah so yeah I think there's steps out of it and I just picked up a Louise Penny which I really enjoy you know mystery and Mm -hmm. um it's not too scary but it's it's well written and um yeah and if I have an appetite for that and then I think, okay, I think I'm kind of coming yeah. out. And that's a good, that's a good sign. There's yeah. times to like indulge in that more lightweight, cozy, fluffy socks, you know, yeah. warm blanket. There's times for that. But then there, I think there's times to challenge your intellect a little bit more too. And hopefully, yeah. hopefully that, that pendulum is swinging. Cause I've yeah. obviously, as I'm looking back, I've had literally had a year of more light, yeah. lightweight reading. So well, and I, I mean, if I look at my fiction, there was a lot of like pretty in-depth romance. <laughs> like it was, that had to be the central figure of the book. <laughs> like yeah. I really, you know, I read the Winston Brothers series or I finished it and I really enjoyed the books. I thought they were decently written, um, but it is like it every book it's these seven brothers in the hills of Tennessee and you you know you follow each of them getting together with their wife and oh, okay. or their woman or whatever and so and and there's you know a biker gang and the FBI and whatever oh my but they they're all these bearded brothers and you just you want to go there and feel like okay somebody's having a love story you know but yeah. so for even though Last Christmas in Paris is about the love story, it was also so much about the war and the experience of that. And it was more it was more thoughtful, like will, getting me ready to go there. And I feel like this is a conversation I've been having kind of over and over again lately that we were in that place of the pandemic where we just yeah. needed the comfort. We just needed to get through it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, especially with the new year are feeling like, okay, like yeah, time fresh to start. get back at it. Let's, yeah. let's start using our brains again, figure out how to do life. You know, yep. Yep. I can, I can make my brain start going there again. 
Ladies, there's a world of entertainment options out there. But by that, I mean there's a lot of compelling international shows that you may be missing out on. In fact, some of my very favorite viewing experiences over the last few years have all been British. So it's time to burst that domestic TV bubble and check out Acorn TV. Acorn TV is a commercial-free streaming service that's rooted in British television. It's home to sophisticated and artful storytelling with top-rated mysteries, addicting dramas, heartfelt comedies, and so much more. Unlike other British streaming services, Acorn TV has content from Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and beyond. And if you're a fan of quirky British comedy, can I just suggest the other one? It's a must-watch. It follows two sisters from very different worlds who had no idea the other existed until their father drops dead. And for you fellow Downton Abbey fans out there, the other one features a hilarious performance by the beloved Siobhan Finneran. I always find something new to watch on Acorn TV because it's loaded with thousands of hours of binge-worthy content. I'm in a bit of a a history kick right now, so it's been really fun to watch the different documentaries that they have on there, ones that actually come from Britain. I mean, we're talking castles and all the good stuff, giving me giving me the real history goods that make me feel like I'm well prepared for a fabulous trivia night. I'm all in, and they've got so many great options. It's been so much fun to kind of break out of the normal box and be able to see what they've got on Acorn TV. And you can stream on all your favorite devices for just $5.99 a month. So so escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use the promo code LIVEWELL. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV code LIVEWELL to get your first 30 days free. And if you find any shows you particularly love, be sure to tell me all about them. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. I've recently downloaded some more books off of Modern Mrs. Darcy's um, like daily email list that are, you know, going to probably be a little bit heavier or not necessarily be focused on a romance. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm ready to start doing that again. And plus, I always feel like it like boosts my trivia knowledge. I think honestly, if I think about it, well, this I shouldn't jump here, but The Crown helped me to feel like, oh, yeah, I want to think about, like, history and stuff again. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of got my brain going there. Like, I want the trivia. I want to know the facts. I want to know all that. Those, like, interesting kind of behind-the-scenes things and stories about different times, especially in European or early American history. Yeah. Well, that book, The Christmas in Paris, who, who wrote it? Do you know what I did before I did this? I thought, oh, I know all the authors except for that except one. For, and that's it. the one I asked. You're that's welcome. The one you asked. Well, I'm asking that for a reason because I think that she also wrote. It's two authors. Oh, it is. Okay, maybe um, I'm thinking somebody else. It's Hazel Gaynor and yeah. Heather Webb. Yeah, that that is her. She wrote Becoming Josephine, I think. I could have this off but that was about um napoleon bonaparte's wife oh interesting that type of fiction is my all-time love affair like historical romance by biography like i just love it and that was that many many years ago was one of my favorite books so when i when you've talked about christmas in paris i think i looked it up and i was like 
I think that's so I could see myself reading that and having that be a segue out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really was for me to feel like like, okay, it's it's got the part I need, but I really am enjoying kind of that and especially because I could kind of um like the clothing and whatnot, I read so much about World War Two, but not as much about World War One. Yeah. And so to go there in my brain thinking like Downton Abbey, I kept coming back to that. Like whenever I needed to think about like, how are they actually dressing and what yeah. does she look like when she's riding a bike? Oh my gosh, she's wearing that like when she's riding a bike <laughs> because I could think about Downton Abbey and you know, it was, it was just kind of yeah. fun to go back there again. So. Well, yeah. you've inspired me. Oh good. I'm so glad. <laughs> Um, and it was fun because I think when I was reading in the back of it, and I wasn't reading it super hardcore at that point, but I'm pretty sure that these two authors, I think their agent set them up and said, I think that you guys would pair really well as authors. And they wrote the book back and forth through email. So they would, one would write a letter because it's all in letters in the book. So one oh. would write a letter. And email it to the other one, and then the other one would respond with what would the response would be. And they did not meet in person before wow. they wrote this book. They did it all through email like this, and then met like when it was getting published, I think, which is just crazy to me. What? Yeah. But so cool. That is really a great behind-the-scenes Look, what is that called when you write a novel in epistolic? I can't remember. Somebody out there Epistolic? knows. Epistolic? Yeah. Some, I think those are really fun. Like, yeah. To, to have kind of, the author's it, words expressing their own thoughts and opinions. I, I just, I think that's like a yeah. different look at their, um, the way they're processing rather than a narrator. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's cool. Well, and there's so much like, I mean, these two people are writing back and forth to each other. But then there were a few times throughout the book where they come back together. And so it's like, how are, I was really curious, how are they going to go about telling us what happened when they were together? Right. Because they're not writing letters to each other. So then (laughs) they'd have to like write a letter to a friend about what happened or whatever, you know, like, so that was, it was interesting to see, or, or they would write to each other and be like, I loved when this happened when we were together. Yeah. And so that was really sweet and interesting to see kind of how that played out. Okay, I'm going to download it. Okay. When we get off. And it's on, it's on sale it. right now. It's only six bucks right now. I don't okay. know if it will be by the time this comes out, but it's $6 right now. Okay. Getting in December. <laughs> okay. Um, did you have other books you wanted to hit on? <laughs> no, not really. Let's move on, please. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sort of ashamed of my reading this year, and I want to move okay. to another another topic. I did totally do the, um, because I love my Goodreads, and I love, like, how they give me the little, like, download of what, you know, how many books you read and how many pages it was, and this was the top. You know, I love that. I love when they do that. But I don't like to feel like I haven't succeeded, so I definitely did go in and like cut the number of books in half that was my goal so that's funny I could hit the goal and I pretty much do that every year I'm like not gonna make it I'm just like I need to feel like I succeeded and so I edit it and I just make it look like I did like I meant to read 20 books instead of 45 (laughs) 
<laughs> but I do love when I can like look at it and see it. And it was kind of funny. This I didn't plan on talking about this, but we used Spotify this past year. Yeah. We had not used it before, but I just felt like, okay, it's time for us to have like some more music and stuff in our life. And boy, was that embarrassing to see the download of what we'd listened to most, which is primarily what I'd listened to most <laughs> over the past year. I was like, oh my gosh. So top, <laughs> top band was Jonas Brothers. Oh my hands goodness. Down, hands down. And then the song that I listened to the most, and then when they told me like how many times I'd listened to it and how many hours I'd spent listening to it, it was Kiss Me by Ed Sheeran. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> That is funny. That is that really funny. Like real unmet needs in my life that were Secrets getting expressed yeah, <laughs> through the music I was listening to. It was, I should, what, what was it? As long as we're here, let me just find the picture. This is a Buckwild episode because I took screenshots of how ridiculous this list was. And some of it, some of my kids' music did like make it in there. But okay, top songs. <laughs> Kiss Me by Ed Sheeran. What a man gotta do by the Jonas <laughs> Brothers. Peer pressure by James Bay. Only human by the Jonas Brothers and sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Oh my wow. goodness! Wow. Wow. Yep. And then our top bands, top artists were Jonas Brothers, Leslie Odom Jr., which I do feel like okay. At least that adds a little bit of legitimacy to this list probably don't know who that is but we're gonna take care of that during christmas break because i'm gonna make you watch hamilton yes um nf which was clearly my kids listening to nf um ed sheeran and then imagine dragons which was also largely my kids but that's funny yeah, it, was, it was enlightening to oh. <laughs> So, anyway, I didn't plan on talking about that topic, but there it is, everybody. Just go ahead and laugh and be embarrassed for me. I'm gonna, I need to broaden my horizons a bit. <laughs> 2021, musically. I love it. Yeah. Okay, movies. Now, this is a sad, yeah. sad oh, category. Oh, so sad. And so I, sad. I only have two. I only have two on here. And I saw one of them with you. Yeah, I was going to say, I only have yep. one, and it, we saw yep. it together. So you might as well yep. just combine both of our things. Yeah. This, this is all I saw. It, is, it will forever go down as the last movie I saw in the theater, possibly ever. Yeah. Um, Emma. Yep. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Different than I expected. I was able to follow along because of my deep knowledge of Clueless. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yes. But I just had this revelation today as I was thinking about this, and I Googled it right before we got started because I was like, is that right? Because I did not recognize the gal playing Emma. I hadn't seen her in anything before. And then I just realized this morning that Roman and I just watched a show. Now, I did have to fast forward through some significant things, so just know that. But we watched Queen's Gambit, which is all about chess. And she's in that, but she's a redhead. And I did not put the two together at all until I sat down and started thinking about Emma. And I was like, wait a minute. That was oh, her. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. So she's got those very distinct eyes. Yeah. Like huge and yeah. But it was it was her. And I love um Josh O'Connor. He's he played well, I only know the name in Clueless. <laughs> Dang it. He plays a smarmy guy. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, because then he's in um, The Durrells in Corfu, and he's in The Crown. He plays Prince Charles in The Crown. Okay. And I'm a big fan of him, so pretty much anything that he's in, I'll watch. But, but yeah, did you have thoughts on Emma? Um, well, I didn't know so it was long the ago. one and only movie yeah. I would see in 2020 in theater, but yeah. um, it was it's a fun memory. I mean, I yeah. I I think of that more than I think of um anything else about it. How delighted Shell was like that. Yes. So yeah, it, it's great. It was good. Yeah, and we got to take her daughter too. Yes, we did. Which that was really was fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a whole. Thing. I'm so glad that that was. I'm glad it happened. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it was the weekend that yeah. then everything got shut down. So, yeah, crazy. Um, the other movie that I saw in the theater, and I think it actually came out in 2019, and I saw it with Shell, and it was Little Women. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and it was. I mean, that was like right after my brother and all of that stuff. Yeah. So it was a, it was an experience for sure. Yeah, but but it was so sweet and so well done and beautiful, and so I'm really glad that I got to see kind of these two powerhouse women shows. Yeah, shut down. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, Next year, we'll have more to report, don't you think? I know. More than well, one there or were, two? Yeah, there were so many things that we were looking forward to, or I was yeah. personally looking forward to, that have gotten pushed out so far. And, I mean, I do think they're kind of starting to come to terms a little bit with, like, hey, we might just have to start putting stuff on streaming because there's not going to be another way to get it out to people. Yeah. And, man, we could use some new content. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that we start to get more movies that way. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Freshen it up. Yeah. Now, we did get some new shows. Of course, we didn't get as many shows as we normally would because of everything being shut down. And I do worry that the shows we got, it's going to be so long before we get the next season. Yeah. Because of everything being shut down, which is a real downer. Yeah. But there were some shows, a couple... I feel like I can't even really remember the beginning of the year because it was actually like eight years ago. So I'm not sure what I watched then. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) I do have some things that I've watched more recently or one that really stands out. Okay. And a couple things that I'm going to say weren't my favorite. Okay. Um, Do you have any you want to share first, though? Because I feel like I keep kind of... Well, this was the year as a family we watched the whole series of Lost and that was really fun there's nothing new about Lost it's super old but it was so fun to have a conjoined like evening we couldn't wait we would get everything in the day set up for for the episode that night and it was really fun and it lasted about three and a half months I think for us to get through all the seasons and that was that I will always remember that as it that happened in 2020 that was special we didn't have anywhere to go in the evenings so 
we had this other sort of, yeah, it worked out. I don't know that there's any other time in our lives where all, everything could fall into place quite like that. And it was, yeah. it's just such a fun memory. So yeah, I guess that's what I would say for TV shows. Nothing new on the horizon, but yeah, something that we discovered that was really a fun family adventure. Yeah. It's kind of like when Roman and I watched Downton Abbey. Like I yeah. will always remember us doing that together in my grandmother's basement. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> us having those nights together where we just so looked forward to when we were going to get to sit down and watch. Downton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, my shows, I think the top one that I had been anticipating and was excited for, and I've already mentioned is the crown season four. I always love seeing like how they do the casting. Of course, this is the second season with this particular cast, but the first time that we've seen Diana and the girl who does Diana is like amazing. I just, I can't even believe what a good job she did, how uncanny it was. Mm. She really got down like the rhythms of her speech and the little way that she would like, you know, kind of dip her head and like just look up with her eyes. And like there were so many little things, but it didn't feel like she was doing an impression. And I, I just, I can't say enough good things. I thought it was a great season. Super interesting. Hmm. Now, is the only way to watch that on Netflix? Is there any other way to watch that? No, it's just on Netflix. Well, shoot. Yeah, it'd be worth it for like a free trial week. (laughs) And then you could get off. But (laughs) I I just, I I love it. And um, I did get through it in a week. Oh, wow. Okay. It's possible. It's possible. (laughs) For sure. And then you can follow it up with, I've been watching the Royal House of Windsor documentary, which is on one of my five Friday favorites. And then I was really surprised. I got my mom sucked into it. And then she started watching like all the conspiracy documentaries. And six, that's, you know, I guess. She went there. Yep. She sure did. Didn't expect. Wow. (laughs) Mom, you know, you know, she died in like 98, (laughs) so, or 97, it was right around there. Um, so I don't, yeah, but, but she went there. She's got lots of theories now. Yeah. We all need to watch our back. So, and she also made sure to really remind me that I am the age that Diana was. Yes. Well, that's critical information. Yeah. Which is crazy, but yeah. Wow. Ladies, you know I love a high-quality skincare brand, the one that you don't have to worry about what's in the products because they're clean and they're nourishing, especially when it comes to products that my kids are going to be using. And that is one of the reasons that my family has recently started using products from Pipette. Pipette is a clean baby and mom care brand with a mission to give every family the best start. Pipette has quickly become a customer favorite for its ultra-gentle baby lotions, oils, and washes. They've also got great products for moms like relaxing body wash, an overnight brightening mask, so many great things that they have to really be able to take care of you and the little ones. And right now you can score 30% off its entire collection of personal care items. Pipette sets the standard of clean and best performing products because while the FDA bans only 12 potentially harmful ingredients in skincare products, Pipette bans more than 2,000, ensuring its products are safe, effective, and use only non-toxic ingredients. Pipette's products are also EWG verified, vegan, 
hypoallergenic, sustainable, and pediatrician and dermatologist approved. And we all know that we're using a lot of hand sanitizer these days, and Pipette has a wonderful version. Pipette's $5 hand sanitizer is infused with soothing skincare ingredients like squalane and glycerin, plus germ-dominating 65% ethyl alcohol. So it eliminates 99.9% of many harmful germs and bacteria. Skin stays protected and soft. It's a non-sticky, lightweight gel that absorbs quickly, and it's safe and healthy for the whole family. So visit pipettebaby.com and get 30% off with the code LIVEWELL. That's P-I-P-E-T-T-E-B-A-B-Y.com and use the code LIVEWELL to get 30% off. Okay, so the next couple of shows, you guys, I'm real hesitant to talk about. Just dive um, in. But I'm going to go there and just know they're not for everybody. There are things in each of these shows there that are not, you know, I don't agree with everything. I can, I have the ability in my developed human brain to be able to watch something and not agree with all of it, but still enjoy many parts of it. So everybody just know that. If you okay. hear what I've watched and you're appalled, I'm so sorry, but this, the show does not make the man. Okay. <laughs> um, Ted Lasso. Oh, my word. It's so good. I will watch it again. Like, I, if, do you have any idea what this is? Nope. Okay. It's Jason Sudeikis, and he is a football coach from somewhere in the South in America, and he gets hired by this gal who, in her divorce in England, in London, gets a soccer team. And so she wants to kind of take this soccer team down to stick it to her ex-husband. So she hires this American football coach who doesn't know anything about soccer to come over and coach the team. Okay. And it actually started as a bit on ESPN years ago. And it was like this character on these commercials that they had. And then they went ahead and developed it into a show. And he is like the most positive, kind, like ridiculously so. He's kind of, you think he's kind of a bumbling fool, but then you realize he's actually like really intelligent and he's doing a great job. And just every character in the show is super well-developed. It's super fast-paced. He's cracking off these jokes left and right that, like, they they glance over them so quickly that you're like, oh my gosh, that was seriously funny. Like, I have to go back and watch it again because they just, they passed by it so quickly. And, like, pop culture references. And, and there are things that, like, they he says to one of the characters at one point, he's like, do you know what, you know, the, there, do you know what animal has the shortest memory? And the guy's like, no, I don't know. And he says... It's a goldfish. A goldfish only has a 10-second memory, and then it moves on with its life. So you need to be like a goldfish. Like, don't let all this stuff that's been happening impact you. Like, be like a goldfish. And so it becomes this, like, saying through the show, you know, be a goldfish. And there, so there's, like, little things I feel like you can take away from it. And it just, it was really something. I Okay. Yeah, I I can't say enough. There is language. There is, you know, there are things. There's a lot of language. But, um, and it's very, like, British. But I I loved it. 
So I thought they did. Wow. Is it just one season? So far, yes. Okay. So it's new and it's just one season. It's on Apple TV. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So super fun. Really well done. Um, Yeah. I just, you just, you love Ted Lasso by the time you get to it or to the end of it. I mean, you kind of love him all along, but you can't dispute with the fact that you love this character and certain other characters become more lovable through the show too. So fun. Okay. Okay. And the other one, I don't know if I'm going to say it. Uh Oh, (laughs) build up. Uh, It's Schitt's Creek. Okay. So there are, I mean, there are things, there are things guys about this show. I do not agree with. I don't, but it is so stinking hilarious that You've got to just look at it for like how well made and how well written and just absolutely funny it is. And the characters are so well developed. I mean, down to the most minute, ridiculous detail. I mean, Catherine O'Hara, who plays the mom in Home Alone. Yes. And she's in it and she has developed this obscure, ridiculous accent for her character in the show, but she pulls it off as it being completely authentic that that is just how her character talks. That it's and it, it's just it's great. Like she wears a brooch to bed every night. There is not a single time where they show her in her pajamas where she doesn't have on a vest and a brooch. Just like so <laughs> ridiculous. And sees like little details that you you might not notice at first, but then when you really let yourself go there, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is so like they've thought of every ridiculous little thing. And it's just so snappy and funny and well-written, but also heartfelt. And to see, watching it from the beginning to the end, the transformation that the characters go through from being... Do you know the premise at all? No. Okay. It's this family that is very, very well-to-do, and they lose everything because their accountant committed tax fraud. And so the only thing that they're left with is this town that the dad bought for the son as a joke because it was called Schitt's Creek. And so they have to move to this town and live in a motel because they have nothing left. And so it's all about them moving there and being around all these small town people. And they're used to wearing, you know, designer everything and, you know, like having to actually like find jobs. And, you know, it's just, it's hilarious. And it's Eugene Levy and his son, Dan Levy, who wrote it and was the showrunner. And it's just hilarious. So. Okay. And what do you watch that on? Um, there's a few different ways to watch it because it was originally a Canadian show on pop TV. So I, it's on Netflix, but I think you can maybe find it on Amazon prime. Um, maybe Hulu. There's a few different places that you can access it. Okay. So yeah, it, it finally kind of in the last like year or two kind of made the big bang in America after it already had in Canada. Um, and has won a ton of Emmys and all this stuff, but it's just really well thought out and 
And when you see the people actually interviewed, you're like, how did you even play that character? Because it's so off the wall. But they do just such a good job of it, and it's hilarious. So so is there language? Like, what is it yes. that made you cautious? Okay. Oh, there's a lot of things. There's lifestyle choices. There's language. There's, okay. There's all of that there. Okay. Um, but it is super funny. So. Okay. Okay, and the things I was not impressed with at all that I'm going to say don't bother with are Four Weddings and a Funeral was terrible. Mindy Kaling, I think better of you like why did you do that (laughs) and and there were things that like she ripped off from other movies where you're watching it and you're just like wait no that that is like there's this walk that Hugh Grant makes down the lane in Notting Hill in the movie Notting Hill and they completely replicated it to show the passing of the seasons down to the fact that they used the exact same song that the oh guy walked gosh. to, as they do in the movie. And I was just like, I'm losing respect left and right. Terrible acting, terrible character development. Watched all the entire season because it was such a train wreck that you were like, I can't look away. <laughs> so <laughs> I've done the hard work for you. Don't bother. <laughs> okay. And then as much as I love Outlander, I this season, not my favorite. The last couple of seasons, actually, I've kind of been like, I don't think anything can beat seasons one and two of Outlander. And it's just kind of like, of course, I'm going to watch it because it's Outlander. But uh, I thought not that not what it could be, not what it once was. Yeah. So I digress. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thought on the entertainment industry. All mm. right, moving on to skincare. Okay. You've had some fun and exciting new developments in your skincare this year. Well, I have a skincare routine now. You do? I did not going into 2020. Yes. That's one really great thing to have developed this year. Yeah. And of course, I haven't strayed at all from the products you recommended. I get very brand loyal and I just, I'm a good soldier. I'll just do it. And so I do it. And so I'm still using Drunk Elephant solely. Okay. (laughs) And enjoying it very much. I've added Squa Sha. I've added um, the the dermaplaning stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's it. I'm also using this. What's it called? It's a celery. Oh, what? What is that called? Um, but it, it's a lotion that I'm including it afterward, and I really like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes if you can't think of it. Nope. (laughs) And how did you discover it? Was it like in a FabFitFun box or something? It was. Okay. You can find some good stuff from those boxes, like stuff. Yeah try it otherwise yeah and I and I really like it it's a very it's the consistency and it's very hydrating and my skin is yeah. really dry especially in the winter so I just love I love it but I'm very pleased like I'm washing my face every night and happens yes. since September and it's like a thing now even when I get yeah. up really early in the morning um I still I'm I'm washing my face and I'm putting on all the order of that the little card tells me to. And so it's, it's really ingrained. I don't even have to think about it anymore. It's like routine. 
I love it. I you know. know. That delights me, like, beyond all. So <laughs> that's so fun. I'm so glad it stuck and it was, it like, stuck. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unlike you, I'm always trying different products from different companies and seeing things that I like. And one of the things that I have, am really enjoying, and it's a retinol. It's not like the hardest hitting retinol for sure, but I feel like at least it is a retinol. And it's one that I can use on a daily basis without it like irritating my skin. And that is the Clean Organics Advanced Retinol Moisturizer. I get it off of Amazon. It's not very expensive. I like the packaging, like the type of pump. It's that same one, like the polypeptide cream yeah. is in. Yeah. And yeah, so I have really liked it. I feel like it's very like moisturizing and nourishing. So that has been one of the products that I have discovered this year. And then I really started doing gua sha this year as well. This is the first time I'd really tried it. And I love it. I see the biggest difference in my skin. And the more I'm learning about it, it's really interesting too because there's like reflexology in your face even. And so you're like stimulating different things throughout your body and you're activating your lymphatic system and all kinds of things when you do gua sha on your face and your neck. Um, and I'm really curious about, I want to start learning about doing it on your body in different areas. I think that could be really cool, but I have been learning a ton from two accounts on Instagram and that's noise skincare and wildling beauty, wildling underscore beauty. We'll have those in the show notes. Um, but I learn so much about how to do it well, how to like fight fine lines, how to, like, they really give a lot of great tutorials on their Instagram feeds, and they have a different kind, both of them use a different kind of stone that actually has, like, kind of like a comb side to it, mm. and I, so I, at some point here, when I can afford it, I'm going to level up my gua sha stone and oh try goodness. one of those. I know. I know. But I haven't done it yet, but I, at some point, hopefully in the next couple of months, I will be because they've been showing like how to use it with the different sides of the stone and everything, which has been really interesting. So, well, one comment I wanted to make about the gua sha, because I don't even think I told you this, but, um, over Thanksgiving break, I indulged and I ate whatever I wanted. Sugar-wise, usually I don't have white flour or sugar in my diet. Yeah. And so coming back off of that last Monday, a bit of a detox, and my body, like, I almost felt like I was getting the flu. I had a headache. I yeah. felt horrible. And before I went to bed that night, I gua sha. Duh. How do you yeah. say it? <laughs> I'm not sure. Passing through. Okay. Gua sha And it... I am not kidding. It helped like, because nothing else helped. I had taken something for the headache and I just knew this just has to pass through my yeah. system, drink lots of water. And, but it helped. It immediately yeah. helped, um, the pressure I felt in my head, the back yeah. of my head, like, because what you're saying about the lymphatic system, that's really interesting. Cause I feel like I, I experienced that. Yeah. No, if I am having like significant sinus issues, or headaches, it is one of the main things that I feel like I can like practically actually do to make a difference. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Amazing. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. But, so that's probably like my number one thing that I've discovered this year and we'll just be diving more into in Well, and it's year. extremely affordable. Like, you know, a lot of skincare stuff is yeah. 
it can get really high, but the gua sha stone is like $5 on Amazon. Like it's not expensive. Yeah. And if you're going to level up, it is. <laughs> but, okay. Well, there's always that possibility. But you can, yeah, you can start. And I still have that one that I bought for, you know, seven bucks or whatever off of Instagram. And it's still very effective. All right, you guys, I know this episode is coming out the week of Christmas, so we're not really focused on New Year's right now. We are just trying to survive the holiday, but I just want to put this bug in your ear because if you're anything like me, then come Saturday, you are going to really start thinking about New Year's. And one of the things that a lot of people want to focus on in the new year is their health and wellness. Now, I'm not talking about totally revolutionizing your life, although you can do that if you want to try. I am saying just incorporating some things into your life that are going to help help make you and your family more healthy and feel better and more energized in the new year. And one of my favorite companies that I am partnering with is Mary Ruth's Organic Supplements. I absolutely love this company. I pay cash money for their supplements that my kids and I all take. I love their liquid supplements, their gummies, their drops. They've got so many different options and all kinds of different things that you need for your body to feel the most healthy and to build your immune system. My kids and I particularly love their liquid liposomal vitamin C, which just means that your body is more easily able to access it and use it. It's so important to be getting enough vitamin C this time of year when we're all trying to boost our immunity. I also love their D3K2 that comes in a spray. My kids take that every day. We love their B12 spray. It's got a great berry flavor. We use their multivitamin and their multimineral at night. There are so many great options. In fact, I have an entire post on my website where I talk about all the different supplements that we are taking right now to help boost our wellness. So you can go to mackenziecoppa.com blog to find that post. But if you want to get Mary Ruth supplements and get your family on the best health track headed into 2021, then go to mackenziecoppa.com slash Mary Ruth's and it will take you straight to their website where you can find all of the things that are most going to help you and your family. So again, go to mackenziecoppa.com, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A.com slash Mary Ruth's to get these high quality, organic, vegan, bioavailable supplements that your family will actually take and love. I think we've covered skincare. So clothing items. I know you've had some fun finds this year. I have. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So I typically shop like at, at, at stores, you know, and as 2020, like that was less possible um, for me, like I, and I'm talking about like maybe Costco, <laughs> like when I would go yeah. and I'd pick up something, Target, um, the mall, you know, just here and there, but not, I didn't make a conscious effort. Like if I was after something, I might hunt around at different stores, but usually I would just like see something and get it. So mm-hmm. what I've learned this year by having that sort of removed from our lives, cause it's not, it's not like you're out and about anymore. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I've had to be a lot more intentional And I've pretty much, I didn't set out to do this, but I've pretty much completely transitioned my wardrobe um, and I got rid of everything that wasn't like the higher end stuff that I do want to 
keep because it was an investment. But like all mm-hmm. the Target stuff, all of the stuff that really isn't designed for my body, but it, it was cute and it maybe a seasonal old navy, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That's all gone. Yeah. And I've invested in um Grace and Lace is the name of the company. And it's online. And it has um like an, an ethical component to it that a big portion of the money goes to orphanages overseas and there's a there's a beautiful component to where you're putting your money it has like mm-hmm. a conscience to it and I really appreciate that I'm being more intentional about where I'm spending but aside from that the way she designs for women's bodies like actual women not just like the <laughs> models you're gonna yeah showcase this stuff it just really works it's soft it wears well um I really like it. So I've I've pretty much transitioned all my clothes over slowly over this year and um and I don't see myself going back. I think I'm for yeah. life. I'm in it and I just I really enjoy um that she designs for the season ahead, you know, like right now she's designing for spring. So she's following the trends. She's looking at all of that and then designing yeah. with that in mind. So I feel like I don't really have to do that or pick something up at Target because suddenly it's trendy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, there's yeah. just a little bit more thought behind it, but I'm not the one putting the thought behind it. So I can just trust. And um, now that I've bought several pieces, I know what sizes I am. And then she'll have different models that work there. They're not models. They're just like your average, mm-hmm. you and me who happen to work there. We'll try stuff on. So if you know which model typically is your size or fits like that, then you know exactly which size to buy. So I, it is, and it's kind of like just a little community because I know, yeah. you know, and the, the Facebook group, the VIP group is so much fun. Like they're constantly showing different ways they're wearing. You all have the same pieces pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're showing like, okay, so I mixed this stripe with this floral and it looked awesome. And then you think, oh, I have those. Okay. I could do that. So it's just kind of fun behind the scenes community. If you're looking for something or if you bought the wrong size or often people buy two because they're not sure if they want, you know, the smaller, the Mm -hmm. medium. Then there's a sell at Sunday where you're just selling to each other, but you, you or you're exchanging. Oh, that's fun. And it's it's just been really a surprise and a lot of fun this year. I've enjoyed it so much, and I feel like my what I like. I'm excited to get dressed in the morning. I enjoy my clothes more than I have before. Mm. I enjoy the fit. I enjoy um, that they're current. It, it's just yeah. been, it's been delightful. It's been really fun. Well, it's been so fun to hear you say like, "Oh, they're having a like a drop this morning." They're, yes, a launch. A line com- yes, a launch. <laughs> and you like you know when all the launches are coming out, and you're like into it, and you know what's coming, and yeah. it's like it's been, you're like this fashionista. You say like, "Oh, I don't have to learn all the stuff," but you're like so on top of what's coming and what's going to be hot, and you know it's been it's been really fun. It has been fun. Yeah. You're right, and sometimes they'll do like a VIP launch because if they know it's going to be really popular yeah. and um so they'll they'll launch it an hour before it goes like to the masses no and that's just it's fun to be on that kind of that inner circle and be like okay I've yeah. got to be right at nine o'clock I've got to be ready <laughs> and then yeah. boom and then when you get it you feel like this victory and it's just it's been fun <laughs> yeah 
For sure, for sure. It's just it's been fun to watch you like I, and hear about it. Like, oh, I know she's gonna be busy this morning. She's on top of it, and it's like the amount of in- anticipation. You're like, man, I really need this like old man cardigan or whatever. It's grandpa, like a, the grandpa, the grandpa cardigan. I don't know if I'm gonna old get it. Though. Everybody wants it. So it's like I'm waiting in anticipation through the morning. Did she get yeah. a grandpa? Did you get did it? it come? Did yeah. You? Yes. Yeah. yes, it did. Like my fedora, yeah. that was a yes, that was a thing. The fedora, I yeah. the color I wanted before it sold yep. out. And yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and then it was like, was she gonna get it? And then like, when is it arriving? I know. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. A good thing that we Marco Polo or like I would have no. I, I wouldn't get to witness you wouldn't see it exactly <laughs> yeah but you'll come on and be like this is my shirt from blah 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 and this yeah. is where you know I love it I love it yep it's so I do fun too. it has yeah. really been a life-giving thing and I mean it's it's clothes and it's fashion you know it's but it's it's really been fun I've just so yeah. enjoyed it and the community aspect and kind of the competitive yeah. edge to it too and yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun that is fun. And I feel like I, this is the first year where I feel like, okay, I've really come into my own with my style and knowing what I like and what I like to wear and what I feel like looks good on me and finding new ways to wear things and adding some accessories. And that's been really fun too. And and kind of like getting to curate that. I mean, I've been doing that over the past three years because Mm -hmm. I really wanted to get rid of everything from my past life. And I didn't even feel like that really represented who I was, but there was a certain amount of time of just like figuring out, well, what do I like to wear? And what, what do I, what looks good? And, you know, and I feel like I came into my own with that more this year. And I've been so enjoying that, like wearing a little bit more trendy pieces Mm -hmm. and, so, I mean, I definitely went this summer, Banana Republic was just like giving things away practically because they had lost so much business and were just trying to like get stuff off the shelves to bring in the new things that they were getting that, I mean, I got stuff for a ridiculous steal. So that was kind of fun where I wouldn't normally be able to like fill my closet with Banana Republic items. I was able to because they were so cheap. I mean sweaters that were normally like $85 I got for 15 I mean it was just insane but I got to do that but then one thing this fall that I have been loving and if you've been following me on Instagram and I've been kind of showing what I'm wearing is H&M I've not Mm. really done much with H&M in the past but their sweaters this fall and winter it was like I really love the fit they're super soft they're super cheap and it's a easy way for me to add like a few more trendy pieces into my wardrobe while putting my money towards like good jeans and good shoes and stuff like that but then having some tops that are cheaper and they may not last me for 15 years but I wouldn't want them in that much time anyway like it's just been a fun way to kind of keep on top of the trends and feel like you know I I look cute but I'm also like cozy I don't know. It's just been really fun to kind of pick out some of those pieces that feel trendier than I think I've been in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And this staple piece, probably one of my favorite pieces that I wore this past year was from Banana Republic, and it was my moto jacket. Mm -hmm. And I think I just feel very French 
when I wear that. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. So I like those pieces that definitely kind of like they stand out a little bit, but they're yeah. just fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been fun with, for both of us with the style thing. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And last year, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said, no. like, I want, um, like, I want to invest in, you know, like, good jeans. And mm-hmm. I didn't have those accessory pieces down, you know? Like, yeah. that's, that has been really a delight to have, like, a hat or yeah a scarf or... Or a necklace or, like, just little things. It's Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, wellness products this will be I think we'll wrap up on this note because we've gone long we had some other things we were going to talk about but I think we'll just we'll we'll wrap it here on the wellness okay we've talked about tv (laughs) clothing (laughs) and let's let's talk about some actual you know like staying healthy stuff okay because I think we both we both have um invested in some different things this past year to help us to feel better um so yeah what is yours okay well I get primarily all of my supplements and wellness stuff through um it's called kpow supplements I think that's what the website's officially called and I'm actually an affiliate for them now which is new this year but this is a girl I actually knew from elementary school and so I've kind of followed her journey and I think in the end of the end of November, the beginning of December, two years ago, she launched. And so I was there right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, she shared about her, she, she's a fitness. That's her world. She was a master trainer in Beachbody like in 2017. Wow. And then she kind of dove into supplements and shared sort of bravely shared that she had a keto-ish lifestyle, not straight keto, but Mm keto-ish. And I researched and I learned. And so this is now my second year eating that way. And Mm -hmm. um, there are different things you have to do to supplement when you, um, when you have a high volume of fat in your diet, just different uh, minerals and supplements, you need to break it down. And then the usual things like protein and vitamin D and um, other minerals. And um, I mean, we could get really technical. This is not the time. So I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later this year, right? But Yeah, I would um, like to. Yeah, the BCAAs and the MCT and all those different things. Like, I'd love to talk about that more, especially if people are interested. But other than that, I would just say that that's primarily where I, I get most of my things still. And, um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy her company and it's very fast shipping and it's clean. It's the cleanest I've found for protein or for any of those sources. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 I've seen you use the products and it's been fun to see you get the chance to talk about something that you were already using for so long. Like, yeah, legitimately behind it. Yeah. And then she asked me, she's like, do you want to be an affiliate? And I was like, yes, because I really do use it and love it. Yes. Yes. I'll do that. That's fun. Well, I have had a couple of new discoveries and then a couple of things that have been kind of long time, long standing ones for me. And the one that's the most long standing is vital proteins, collagen peptides. I drink that every morning in my coffee, just without fail. It's kind of that thing that I feel like gives me 
jumpstart in the morning and a little bit of protein. I feel like it helps with my skin and my hair and my nails and everything. I just, I can't go without it. Um, the company that I have really gotten behind this year and really like what they're putting out is Keon, which I started with because of their coffee, which I really yeah. enjoy, but they have a lot of supplements as well. And the supplement that I've used the most and I really like has been their Keon Immune, which is a vitamin C mixed with zinc. And I feel like even when my kids have started to come down with a little bit of stuff this fall, I have just like doubled down on using that. And I feel like it's really helped. Or if I feel a little something going on, I feel like I bounce back quicker. Um, I just, I really like the amount of just research and cleanliness and thoughtfulness that they put into their products. I think they do a really good job. And then kind of my fallback that I think has helped this year. I mean, it's helped for a few years now, but I've definitely turned to it a lot this year are the quick sticks that are called chill factor by care of. So I use those all through the actual trial for my divorce. But then there've been a lot of times this year where when things just feel really overwhelming and I feel like I'm having a little bit of trouble coping, that Mm -hmm. is the thing that I turn to time and time again that I feel like really like makes a difference. It helps me to just kind of like, just takes the edge off, I guess. So things don't feel quite as acute. So, yeah. Yeah. When I get my next box of Care-of, I actually, I had been getting their, I think it's called Dream Time or something, Quick Sticks and the Chill Factor. I'd be getting two boxes of each and I'm actually replacing all of the nighttime ones with just Chill Factor. So I make sure I don't run out and I have them whenever I need them. So yeah, yeah. they're, they're well worth it. <laughs> well worth it. Well worth it. Yeah, and I, I like they're and they're so easy because they just it's like a pixie stick or whatever. So you don't have to have water if you don't have any, you know, like I keep one in my purse generally, I keep them next to my bed, I keep them like anywhere where I might need them. So Well that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I them. use my, my essential oils a little bit like that. Like mm-hmm. um, you know, just in my ready when you need like just that calming feeling. Um, yeah. I I bust those out in those times and I don't know if it truly makes a difference or it's like a placebo but I know it does make a difference (laughs) yeah yeah I get that I get that it's just like the having it to to help for sure yeah really like you're doing something proactive to help yourself calm down yes this I'm not going to give into this feeling I'm going to fight it with this and then just maybe the act of like yeah opening it up and putting it on it helps yeah What's your favorite one? What do you turn to the most? I like Console by doTERRA. Mm. I like that mm. one a lot. Um, I use it a lot and I just, I, it makes me feel calm. Um, but you know, scent is so triggering. Like I think we could just yeah. smell it and it could be effective as well. Um, mm-hmm. and it just, yeah, it really helps. So I like that one and I like cheer. That's another one I use a lot. Oh. And it's kind of a sunny, happy scent with like, um, vitamin C and stuff like that on it. So it can't yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2020. We mm-hmm. just do whatever you have to do. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes I put on holiday joy, like I put it on so that I smell like Christmas because yeah. I think that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right. You know? <laughs> yep. Well, this was a super fun episode to chat about everything with you. I hope that we, you know, gave people some fun ideas 
of things. We would love to hear about your favorite so. So be Absolutely. sure to share in the comments. Get a hold of us on Facebook, Instagram, all the places. We we want to hear about your favorites in all these different areas or even if there's a different topic completely that we didn't even mention. We want to hear back from you. That's half the fun. So let's make it a conversation and let us know what you actually liked and took away from 2020. Yes. All right. That's all for today. I'll talk to you again soon, Katie. Okay. Bye. All right, ladies, those were our favorites. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We would love to hear what your favorites of 2020 have been. I know it's hard to pull them out. It's been a rough year. But if you can think of some things that have just been fun for you or you have really enjoyed, great products you've discovered, books, shows, whatever it is, we would love to hear about them. So be sure to find me at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. You can join our Facebook group. You just search Live Well Anyway on Facebook and you're going to be able to find our large free group there or of course we would love to have you join us in patreon where we deep dive on all of these things we've got so much fun stuff coming up for january we are really excited about it we're really going to take off with our new year's planning and have groups and accountability and it's just such a fun group to be a part of anyway i do daily lives in there that are a total hoot you just never know where they're going to go we have a really good time everyone is so supportive of each other and it's just a great place to learn and grow and make some new friends. So you should come over and join us in Patreon at patreon.com slash livewelltogether. We've got all sorts of different levels. I mean, for $5 a month, why not? Why not come over and join us Get the extra content that we have over there, our bi-weekly mini-casts that Katie and I do together, and so much more, and really kick off 2020 in a way that is going to allow you to make your goals sustainable and have the encouragement and accountability to follow through on them. We're doing all of that over there. So come join us, patreon.com slash livewelltogether. Okay. That's it for this episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. And next week, Katie and I will be talking all about New Year's planning. We would love to have you come listen again. Thanks so much. Until next time, go be bold and gracious.